Welcome to Living to Love Yourself podcast. Today, I have a wonderful individual who is highly energetic and extremely experienced in his life. His name is San Sansoni. He is a sales guru with 31 years of amazing stories. He can make a connection with most people in about five to 10 minutes. He has above average intelligence. He has developed the gifts of entire life. And his dad and brother died three months apart when he was only 27. He's debt-free and close to retirement. He has real good analogies to explain some complex subjects. And he has many friends in bands and he's definitely a rock and roll historian. Oh, I wish I had known that a bit earlier. I would have asked him to play right here for us. Maybe we can still ask him. He works and he has his own company Sansoni Enterprises. Today's topic is on find your best friend for life. Let's welcome San. Hi, San. How are you? Oh, yeah. Hey, doing fine, Rashmi. uh, Hey, I just want to say my name is John Sansoni. John Sansoni. So I've been in sales professionally for 31 years. And, uh, you know, being your own best friend, I definitely want to get into that. But before I get into that, I want to peep, I want people to know where I come from. Please. So I come from, yeah, I come from humble beginnings. I like to say I have average or above average intelligence. The reason I say that is because in school, grade school, I got C's, B's, nothing crazy. The occasional A, uh, went into high school, same thing, C's, B's, maybe an A. I was big into art. Um, but I was not National Honor Society. I was not straight A student. I was, I'm not Mensa. What I am, though, is I am a product of positive motivational attitude, reading books and staying focused on positive motivational attitude for the better, you know, 40 years. I've been in sales for 31 years. And, and what I can tell your audience is that if you want to be successful in life, you got to love yourself. If you can't be your own best friend, you can't have any friends. People will not gravitate towards you. Business will not gravitate to, towards you. There's a term in uh, a lot of different things about uh, the law of attraction. You cannot attract people to you if you don't have a positive uh, aura about yourself. Absolutely. Your positive attitude for sure. You, may, you cannot. And how did you come about to understand that? Something in your life must have resonated with you that you understand that aspect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Rashmi. Um, you know, first and foremost, things happen to you in your life where you turn the corner. Like I describe myself as being an average student. I developed a lot of drive when I was in high school because I took a job as a waiter in a very stressful situation. I went from being, actually, I started the job as a busboy. Um, if you want to think about this, this particular restaurant that I worked, I was the sole bus boy, held about 70 people, tons of tables. You were working constantly to clear the tables, set the tables. They saw what a hard worker I was. They made me a waiter. I mm. used that money to buy my first car. And I used that money along with some money that I made working in a factory to, uh, to put myself through college. Now I did get some help in college, but I paid all the tuition myself. And, uh, and, and the important thing to mention about, um, about all this is that I turned the corner. I made a decision one day that I was going to be somebody. And, 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 and in determining that, 
you find what you like about yourself, you have to take an inventory of you. What is good about you? And can you translate that into something that's going to make you money? And I fought that. I fought that a lot. When I first got out of college, I had a job working for an ad agency and I was what was termed a media buyer. And what you find, and there's nothing wrong if somebody's listening to this and they're a media buyer, but what you find is that your income gets capped Mm. and they start you at a low income. You have to be with an organization and or go to multiple organizations for several years before you make a decent income. So in sales, you can make a decent income your first, second or third year if you know what you're doing. And, And at the point that I realized that sales is where I needed to go, I turned the corner. Just like in school, at the point that I realized that I wanted to be somebody, I went to college and, you know, I made a 2.9. I didn't make a 4.0, but I made a 2.9. And uh, it was through a lot of hard work and it was through a lot of creativity. It was also through taking classes that I was interested in. Amazing. See, that attitude takes you so much farther compared to just, as you mentioned, grades. Oh, yeah. Life experience, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, your people skills will take you so far. I I used to have meetings with professors and these, well, I read in a book because I'm always reading. I'm a huge reader. And I read in a book and it was on scholastics. And again, I wasn't great at scholastics, but I read a book on scholastics. It's like, how do you make higher grades? They said, have a relationship with your professors. I sat in a chemistry class that probably had 150 people. It also said in the book, sit in the front row. I sat in the front row in a chemistry class that had 150 people. And there was a time where I was right in between a high C and a low B. And I went into his office and we looked at it together and he gave me a B. Another reason I'm giving you a B, John? And I'm like, no. He goes, you sit in the front row. I can tell you care. Amazing. See, and the thing is, because you took ownership of yourself, you are actually helping yourself. You took that first step. Is that what it means to be your own best friend? Can you give us a little bit more feedback on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to embrace what you like about yourself and you got to be kind to yourself. You know, we're human beings. We're all going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. But when we do make mistakes, you know, we, we need to just accept them. Like, like I'm in a point in my life right now where I have friends of mine there. We're all in the same point. I'm in my mid fifties now. And, you know, we're realizing, Hey, 60 is right around the corner. And, and some of them are dreading like being grandparents. Some of them are dreading, you know, getting gray hair as an example. And, and me, I'm embracing it. And, and like with this COVID thing, you know, a lot of people are really negative about the COVID thing and, and it's scary. I don't want to say it's not, But the things that I've done is I've developed myself into a podcast personality during the COVID thing. I've also, you know, being in corporate America, you don't typically get to have long hair. I have hair down to like, you know, way past my neckline. And and I've always wanted to do that. And I never have gotten to do that. And once it gets longer, I'm going to put it in a ponytail and, you know, put it right underneath my suit collar. So (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta accept yourself. It's not that you can't strive to do something bigger and better. I also think that a big part of loving yourself is seeing yourself at that next level. So, like, if you're at a five right now and you want to move to a six, 
Like mm-hmm. a couple of things I've done this year to move myself from a five to a six, as an example, I joined a yoga studio and, uh, you know, Amazing. trial and error. I mean, I started off at a dance studio. I found that, you know, that wasn't going to work out. And I also <laughs> found through years of being at the gym that I really didn't like being at the gym. You know, I like to exercise by hiking, taking my dogs out, running, but just going in the gym. So I lift weights at home and I lift weights, you know, I got barbells and stuff like that, dumbbells under my bed that I do that. But what really jazzes me is uh, is going to my yoga studio with all the other people, friends with the instructors at the yoga studio. And it's a super positive experience. Right. Because you're mingling with the same like-minded people who care about taking yeah. care of themselves. And Absolutely. Yeah. Is that, I mean, in a way, it's actually helping you to build your self-esteem when you're around people that you resonate with. Absolutely. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Association is the strongest uh, predictor of what's going to happen to you in your life. They say that you're the culmination of the five people that you spend the most time with. Absolutely. So, so if you're spending time with, you know, God forbid, five people with no dreams, it's going to be really hard for you to have a dream. Yes. Couldn't agree with you more. It, the social support is extremely vital for your self-esteem and self-care. Speaking of self-esteem, John, what does self-esteem really mean to you? It's, it starts with the love of yourself, the value of yourself. And then two, you know you have strong self-esteem because if somebody tries to tell you how you should feel, or what you should do, fight against it, then you know that you have built strong self-esteem. If if you have somebody, for instance, that they tell you, you you know, you go to a restaurant and they're like, uh, I'm going to get you, I'm going to order you the chicken because it's the best dish here or whatever. And you didn't even get to go into the menu and decide anything. That typically is a person with poor self-esteem. It's somebody that just takes a job just to make money, not because it's the job that they want to uh, really grow with, has poor self-esteem. People that feel like they have no options in life, there's somebody with poor self-esteem. It's almost easier to describe somebody with poor self-esteem than it is to describe somebody with strong self-esteem. Because we see more people with poor self-esteem. Typically, they're the people that won't speak up. They, They let people push them around. I mean, I can give you an example. And, 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 and I know like in this segment, one of the things we bring up is you can't out earn your self-esteem. 100% true. If you see yourself as somebody that makes $30,000 a year, you will make $30,000 a year. If you see yourself as somebody that can make over $100,000 a year, you will make over $100,000 a year. If you see yourself as somebody that can make over $200,000 a year, you can make over $200,000 a year. If you see yourself as somebody that can have over a million dollars worth of funds and be debt-free, then you can have over a million dollars worth of funds and be debt-free. There is no limitation on what you can be. Right. But if your self-esteem, and, and I use the term, is small, tiny, think of a stick man, and the stick man is in the bottom left quadrant of the sheet of paper, and you can barely see him. <laughs> if the stick man is tiny, the stick right. man will not do great things. It's basically what you believe in is what you get out of. It's not the size of the dog. It's the dog in the fight. Right. You mentioned about the the qualities you should not have in self-esteem. So what can you help us to understand how to improve on your self-esteem? What are your thought process around just uplifting yourself? 
and Great becoming question. this confident person that you need to be. Absolutely. Um, you know, Tony Robbins does a great, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, by the way. He's always mm -hmm. talking about state management. And I think that's powerful. And, and he brings up the example of like, what does Janis Joplin, John Belushi, and, you know, one of the other people that, you know, killed themselves at a young age that had a ton of money, what they, they didn't know how to handle their own state. And, and they did not see the value in what they did. And, and, and I think a good building block for starting to build your self-esteem, because the human mind, I've read a lot about psychology. I've had psychology classes in college. It's all about the items that you think about. And if you can think of what your big three are, and, and I've worked on my big three quite a while, so it's easy for me to talk about my big three. For one, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a really good people person. And people throw that out, but I am a really, really good people person. I can walk into a crowded room and have a conversation going with five different people five different times if I want to. Sometimes I don't because it feels like work, but sometimes I do if I want to. Also, I know a lot about music and I tend to call myself a rock and roll historian. I know about how the Beatles started. I know about how Elvis started. I know about how all the major bands made it. And, and what they did to make it and that kind of thing like encourages me and incites me. So I call myself a rock and roll guru. I call myself a strong people person. I'll call, I also call myself a sales guru because I've been professionally selling for 31 years and, 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 and blowing out the numbers for years. Like I used to doubt myself, you know, I'd go through a year where I had a great year and I start January and I'd be like, oh, wow, there's no way I can do this again. And then boom, I do it again. <laughs> and, 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 and if I, and if I found that I was starting to get into a rut, which happens when you're in sales and in business, what I would do, I would prospect, 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 and prospect some more. And when I lost a big customer, if I couldn't bring that customer back, I would prospect and, and replace that customer. Interesting. So how, how can we summarize for the listeners, the big three that you value? Yeah, you got to take out a piece of paper. You got to think about what am I good at and write yeah. it down and then go back to the three items that you just wrote down and put a positive, a positive notation on it. I have a 17 year old son and he likes to write music, but that's not a lot. Like I like to write music. That's not a big three. I am mm. great at writing music. That's a big three, you know? I'm, I'm a, you know, uh, I'm a great dancer. I'm not saying I'm a great dancer. What I'm saying though, is these are the big three that it has to be like, it has to jazz you when you say it. Your top notch qualities that you think that yes. someone basically when you are being interviewed or if you're giving a buyer data, the top mm -hmm. three things that comes out to be you as your character. Exactly. You, you got to know what those are. And the reason you got to know what those are, and, and Zig Ziglar says this, is life is difficult. If you think life is easy, then you've already lost the game. Like one of the things I talk about a lot in my 50s is I'm an amazing problem solver. And, and I had an instance where a, a utility company, and they always say you can't fight utility companies, but a utility cable company, I won't name any names, they had overcharged me by, you know, it's not a huge amount of money, but it was just, you know, really upset me. They overcharged me by like $200. Mm. And I changed providers and they continued to charge me even though they weren't providing me anything. So the long and the short of it is it was a combination of two things. 
one thing the new provider did that was incorrect and one thing the old provider did that was incorrect. I caught them on both of it. When all said and done, I made $150 on the deal. I didn't seek to make $150 on the deal. I don't even need $150 on the deal. I just didn't, you know, my self-esteem wouldn't let somebody take money from my family like that for no reason. Like I have no problem at all paying for a fair service. But if you steal money from me, (laughs) that really gets my attention. And in my mind, utility overcharging me and not providing any service at all and tell me it's just a glitch and I got to deal with it. Mm. I wrote a letter to the president of the organization and faxed it to him. Uh, I mailed it to him. And that's a good thing for your listeners to know. If you if you want to fight a big corporation, don't email. I also emailed. But the only reason you email is to draw their attention to the fact you just wrote them a letter. And uh, and, and two, you, you, you got to stay persistent. Yes. Persistent, pardon me. And that's what I did. I, I hit them. <laughs> and, and, and then the other thing is like when you go through a bad experience with a major corporation, they send you a little thing that, you know, how was your experience with the last representative on a scale of one to 10? Would you prom- be a promoter of us? And, uh, and I let them know in my letter that every time you send me that, I'm going to give you a detractor. Absolutely. And they hate that. They hate <laughs> that. And they hate the letter. They hate the letter because they have to respond to the letter. And the people that respond to the letter make a big income. And it costs money to respond to your letter. And so they just gave me money to make me go away, mm. which so was true. cool. I, I told them I didn't need any extra money. I just wanted them to make good on the stealing that they were doing to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so that's an example, you know, be a problem solver, right? That's part of being a big you, which is something I like to promote. A big part of, you know, self-esteem is being able to picture yourself bigger than maybe what you feel like you are. Um, and you do that by the way you visualize yourself. Definitely. Not the and little stick man, the great big huge stick man that takes up the complete piece of paper that nobody mess, wants to mess with. That's, that's who you, you want to be. Yeah, you want to take up the entire quadrant, right? All four quadrants. There you go. Exactly. We're clocking together. That's exactly right, Rashmi. Yeah, exactly. That's what you need. So that, I, <laughs> that that will help your uh, your you know your listeners to get a good opinion of themselves and and to their opinion of themselves that's got to be their opinion. Mm-hmm. If they like how their hair looks that day, that's got to be their opinion, not what somebody says to you. If you like the shirt you're wearing, somebody else says I don't like that shirt. That doesn't matter to me. You're not me. I picked right. this shirt out. You know, it, your own energy. Yeah, your you know. Energy. Yeah, it it matters not what people say to you. It matters what you think about yeah. yourself, not what they say to you or about you or or anything like that. If if you and and people will at some point, if you're like this, they won't say anything negative to you. Sometimes they do though, just to see if they can you know put you down a notch or whatever. And me, I kind of have fun with it. Like it kind of intrigues me. I'm like, what's wrong with them that they feel like they have to cut me down? You know, what's going like a lot of people, they're so insecure. Somebody says something mean to them. They think it's about them. It's right. probably about the person that's saying it to them more so than, than it's them. Right. So, so you I'm, have to be confident in yourself and your thoughts about yourself have to be positive. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right. Because you yep. do not want to allow others negativity to empower you. That's exactly correct. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, your, your version of yourself has to be the version that you believe. Anybody else's opinion of you is irrelevant. And if you can get to that point, your life will change. Definitely. You won't accept a low-income job. You won't accept a, uh, a spouse and or partner that is negative towards you. Mm. you. You will create a wonderful life and then be able to give back, which is a big part of my mission and why I do these podcasts is because, you know, these ideas die with me. Right. And, and, and that's why I'm trying to, you know, make a permanent uh, impression on the world of information that I think is important for people to hear. Absolutely. You are amazing individual because you're empowering everyone and everyone every single day with your thoughts. Uh, it takes courage and a strong person to always be inspiring someone. And I thank you for that. Right. And so let's talk huh? about overall, mm -hmm. you mentioned about the idea of finding yourself to be your best friend in life. Yes. And in that, you mentioned that you have to be your own best friend by basically having a strong self-esteem uh -huh. and building these three building blocks for yourself yeah. so you are able to resonate with yourself and believe yes. in yourself. And yes. no one can outdo your beliefs and thoughts, and that's how you become your own best friend because you're valuing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Is there anything else I may have left out for our listeners that indicates they no. are your best friend? No, not at all. I mean, there's a lot of things people can do. I mean, there's good hypnosis stuff out there that, you know, getting a good exercise program, eating right, all these things are like super, super important. One thing I like to mention, you know, a big part of self-esteem is, you know, putting the right things in your body. Mm -hmm. And I love using analogies. Like one analogy I use is if you can get to the real strong positive mental attitude, the analogy I use is you can get to the point where you get your car towed and you enjoy the ride. And that's just an analogy. But, uh, but along the lines of an automobile, I want people to think, for instance, when you think about your automobile, like mine is an 87 octane uh, vehicle and uh -huh. it takes a 30 weight oil. That's the optimum fuel and oil for my vehicle. Uh -huh. So if I put that in on Monday and I need to put more fuel in on Friday, I'm not going to put in diesel because my vehicle's tired of, you know, of 87 octane. Now I'd like to have diesel. Well, diesel isn't going to be good for my vehicle. It isn't even going to let my vehicle work, which I think is the tie between people, when you think of food, people are so emotional about food. And the more you think about food as fuel, it's not entertainment, it's fuel for your body. Then the fact that you ate chicken or low fat fish for several days um, isn't as big a deal because you've changed your mindset to it's fuel, it's not entertainment. Mm. And I'm not saying you can't, you know, have fun eating food. I, I'm just saying that as we start to understand how to think in a way that's more beneficial to the outcome of our lives, then, um, then we start to have a better life. So true. Self-care is very important. What you take inside your body is what's coming out at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's all intertwined. Mind, body, spirit. You, you can't have a big business and have bad health. At, at some point, the two will, you know, the two will intertwine. 
You yes. can't have a bad family life and a big business. You you can't be successful in your business and and be dishonest and be dishonest with your friends and and you know not be credible. You have to be authentic. Absolutely. People know if you're authentic or not. Yes, and I couldn't agree with you more. I that's one of the things that totally resonates with me is that your mind, your body are connected in terms of how you handle the outside world. What what are you letting yourself get exposed to? And right. how are you handling yourself during a stressful situation is all dependent upon how you are feeding yourself and how you are taking care of yourself. Absolutely. And, and, and to talk about yoga, sometimes it boils down to breath, right? We're, we're, we're probably trained, like you hear all these words in society now. Like when I was growing up, you didn't hear the word stress. Like in the 70s, well, yeah, well, we had problems. But, but people didn't say I'm stressed out. Uh, people said they, they were tired. They didn't say they were yeah. exhausted. The way you describe yourself is the way you're going to be. Mm. If you say you have no energy, then you, you bought no energy. If you say you have energy, then you have energy. Energy is created. Mm. It, it, it's, it's created in an instance. It's, it's, not, um, it's not just I am this way today. You are this way today because you choose not, not that you can't be like lower amounts of, you know, energy for whatever reason, that's true, but you can choose to act the way you want to act as well, regardless of your level of energy. So true, John. Now, let me mm -hmm. ask you uh, to wrap up with our uh, listeners. Yeah. What are the key takeaways from you that you want the listeners to know and understand regarding being having a great value to yourself and self-worth what would you like them to take away you know first off i'd like to say like you know what i'm describing i mean self-esteem is paramount you got you got to love yourself but first and foremost a big part of loving yourself is having a passion for what you do so so i would say the first thing for your listeners is take out a piece of paper and say hey what am i passionate about i'm going to do that right now <laughs> and yeah, and if you're not passionate about your job or what you're doing, then change it. I've been in situations where I wasn't passionate about my job or what I was doing and and I changed it. And and so that's what I would encourage people to do and then start to work on your self-esteem and even ask yourself that question, how can I have a stronger self-esteem? A lot of the outcome of what happens to us in the world is based upon the questions that we ask. Mm -hmm. Like like how can I have a clean house? If, if you start asking yourself the hows, then your mind's going to work on the answer. If you start like disparately saying, oh, I, you know, I have no energy, uh, you know, this and that, and you're Debbie down. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's all, it, it all works unto itself. So you got a piece of it and then take an inventory and work on your biggest, best three. And then I always encourage people, if you can get to three, you can get to five. But the important thing is, is that you're constant and, and two in life, give yourself a carrot, always have something to look forward to. You can wake me out of a dead sleep and I can tell you what I'm looking forward to next. Like for instance, Monday or this Sunday, I'm going to take the boat out and probably take the kids water skin. I'm looking forward to that. You know, there's always something I'm looking forward to Friday nights. We normally, well, this Friday night, my son's turning 20. We're all going out to dinner. I'm looking forward to that. That is so sweet. Happy yeah. birthday. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's an example. You always have, and and tomorrow Friday, I always buy lunch for me and a buddy on Friday. We always have it Ubered into his house since we're both working out of the house. I'm uh-huh. a consultant. He's a civil engineer. We always eat lunch together. We always walk for an hour. Every yeah. Friday, we always do it. Every Friday, we talk. We've known each other for 31 years. Always give yourself a carrot. Even on Sunday, you're thinking, oh, I got to start working again on Monday. I think of things like, oh, I can't wait until Monday morning. I get to have a nice hot cup of coffee and listen to some jazz music. And, you know, and I love getting out on these Facebook groups and inspiring people. So you always have to give yourself a carrot. So a big part of self-esteem is self-management. And like Tony Robbins talks about people that couldn't manage their own state. John Belushi couldn't manage his own state. Uh, the drummer for the who couldn't manage his own state. Um, Janis Joplin couldn't manage his own, you know, lots of famous people, lots of money. Money wasn't an issue. It was management of their state of mind. The better you can get at that, the happier you're going to be. You can't be happy if you can't manage your own state. If you ever read a book on happiness, page one says you got to be happy right now. You really hit on a lot of strong points that I really try to focus on with my audience and my listeners. Oh, good. Is that, yeah, and it's incredible because if we don't take care of ourselves first, then no money in the world is going to be of any value to you or of any help. How can you enjoy it? Yeah, and, and, and you got to have vision. I mean, I can walk you through like one of my short term. Do we still have a little time to talk? Sure, of course. Okay. So one of my visions after I paid my house off was Mm. now I want to make my house the best I possibly can. I want to walk outside and feel like I'm on vacation every single night of the week because my feeling is, is in, in the work I do, I can maybe take five days off, seven days off here in a row. It's a highly demanding work that I'm in. Um, see the family five days this holiday, five days. So most of the time, me being in a resort doesn't happen that often. So I decided to make my backyard into a resort. So I built this really cool pergola and I can send you pictures of it. Uh, It's made out of cedar. Uh, We have a flagstone floor on it. We have two uh, ceiling fans. We have a, uh, a refrigerator out there that could be filled with beer. Most of the time it's doesn't have any beer in it because the beer has gone but theoretically it could have a lot of beer in it a lot of times my friends will come over and they'll put their beer in there but anyway um you know it's really cool and then this year well along the way i put in some really nice uh couches out there and i got this huge fire pit out there and then uh i put in uh i got an air conditioner out there too because we're in texas and so I have the ability to put on AC and the AC goes up to my ceiling fans and cools it off out there. Even at hundred degrees, you can go out there and enjoy it. Um, and we look out and there's really nice uh, uh, bushes and things like that to look out across the yard and watch the dogs play right adjacent to it. I put in an eight person hot tub mm. and it's on, <laughs> and it's on a flagstone. Is that cool? It's that on a flagstone patio. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's a work in progress. I just hired a guy to put a deck in around it. So it's got a flagstone patio, but we want to have a deck around it so we can have friends over and we can dance on the deck 
and you know more people can enjoy being around the hot tub even if they're not don't want to go in the hot tub so like when you come in my backyard my pergola my outside uh living area looks better than most bars or hotels mm -hmm. amazing and, and, and it was a dream i mean it was purely just a dream that i wanted to put together and and it, and it's problem solving 101 it is yeah. hard to find good contractors that want to do a good job for you Absolutely. Uh, very difficult i can tell people that um i finally found somebody to really do a good job for me but i went through a lot of contractors to finally find somebody that saw my vision they, they mm -hmm. want to argue with you and tell you what they want to do which is horrible people skills <laughs> communication is a key <laughs> it is yes the big part of the marketing concept and i think it came out in the 60s was don't shove stuff down a consumer's throat find out what the consumer wants and then produce a product that the consumer wants right you know Absolutely. like nike i mean i'm sure they're doing all kinds of research to find out what the kids want in tennis shoes mm -hmm. you know and but contractors they don't care what you want. They just want to make a big profit. <laughs> yeah, and then, I'm on. And yeah, and then post a picture of what they did and hopefully somebody will like it. But but they're still stuck in the old paradigm. And uh, and that frustrates me. I'm like, I'm the guy with the money. Yeah. I'm the guy, you know, I'm not going to hire you if if I don't think you're going to do a good job and your heart's not in it, right? <laughs> um, but I'm just trying to give people hope because, I mean, you know, I'm in my mid fifties. It took me a long time to get to the point where I wanted to turn my backyard into a palace. I, uh, I had to save for college for both of my boys and solidify that. I had to solidify other, you know, asset savings so I could retire. I had to get debt free. I mean, I put everything in front of something like this. We're just at a point where we can do stuff like this because we don't have any other expenses. The thought process that you weren't disheartened and you had a vision for each and every stage of your life. And that's the key because you visualized, you focused, and then you're reaping the reward at, at this point. Yeah, we're in the seed time, now we're in the harvest. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, we almost got our boys raised. And, uh, you know, there's decisions that you make all along the way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, they're just simple decisions. I mean, I can tell you, like, we own all our cars outright. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have the most expensive cars. We do have super efficient cars. And since I'm really into music, I have an amazing stereo in my car. Mm. With amazing speakers and bass. <laughs> Speaking of music, yeah. am I going to yeah. listen to any of the rock and roll music that well, you... So, so I'm a rock and roll historian. So uh, I have written like rock lyrics. And I have a lot mm -hmm. of my friends that are in bands and play guitar and things like that. And I've written like song lyrics for them, for their music. Um, mm -hmm. Me personally, I don't play an instrument, unfortunately. I have owned instruments and I have a passion for it. But just because you have a passion for something doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. Right. But do you sing your lyrics or? Yeah, you know. So I've done a lot of karaoke <laughs> in my life because, you know, I'm kind of gregarious that way, Rashmi. But uh <laughs> I got to also be honest with myself, unless there's some, uh, you know, unless they can do some sound variation, uh, I don't have a great voice. Uh, there are people that do have great voices. Um, 
I'm going to say that I can still do karaoke where people mm-hmm. like it because I have the right attitude, but, but I don't have an amazing rock and roll voice, unfortunately, but, <laughs> but I can tell you, like you think about struggles and you think about people that achieved incredible things in their life. And I think about the Beatles. So the Beatles come from very like middle to lower income class, except for John Lennon. He was probably middle to upper class in terms of socioeconomic scale. Mm -hmm. But Paul McCartney, his parents weren't wealthy. Uh, Mm -hmm. George Harrison, his parents weren't wealthy. Um, The drummer, Ringo Starr, that's not his real name. He wasn't wealthy, Um, but they got a hold of Brian Epstein. Brian Epstein was wealthy. Brian Mm -hmm. Epstein's parents owned a record store slash furniture store. Brian Epstein walked into the Cavern Club in uh, in Liverpool and saw the Beatles playing and saw the lines of people trying to get in to see the Beatles. And then he decided, I'm going to manage the Beatles. And Brian Epstein was a businessman first, and he was wealthy. So here's what he did. He found out how many records have to be sold to put you in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And Love Me Do was their first uh, was their first single and and what he did he they put the single out and then he went and bought all the records he bought all the records and he stored them in his parents furniture store and put the beatles in the top 10 that's how they made it famous so quickly and then he promoted them and and they're not alone i mean colonel parker for elvis he did a lot of like planning people in the audience early on to get the whole Elvis thing going. Frank Sinatra, they used to put women in certain places while Frank was singing to scream and whatever. This People think success happens accidentally. Success does not happen accidentally. The beginning of success, <laughs> the beginning of success happens through a plan, an implemented plan. And then if somebody has talent, it grows. If somebody doesn't have talent, it falls apart. Like you can't promote a bad band and make a lot of money. That's true. It's true. Or you can't promote a bad restaurant and make a lot of money either. Yeah, it's so true. And you're right about the success. I mean, success has to have a vision. It has to have a goal. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's pre-planned and like circling back to what you're saying it's yeah. the thought process on how you believe in yourself and you keep telling yourself the good thoughts brings you towards that success. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, Rashmi. I mean, yeah, you're, you and I are clocking the same exact way. I mean, a lot, a lot of people it's missed on them though, you know, yeah. like they, they feel like this happened to me, that happened to me, this happened to me, that happened to me. They'll give you a reason why they can't be successful as opposed to a plan of how they can be successful. And, right. and, 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 and yeah, and, th- and that's what separates uh, people that are successful with people that settle. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I had such a wonderful time speaking to oh, you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. I could be talking on and on and on, but I want to make sure other other people have a chance. So sure. I'm going to have you on back again, maybe discuss some other topics. And oh, sounds let's, good. 
keep inspiring our audience and listeners. I, it was a delight to have you on our podcast. Awesome. Well, we're going to promote as much as we can to get more people to listen to your uh, your podcast. Impressed with all of your, all the markings so far is very professional. <laughs> Thank you so much, John. And I can't wait for the listeners to listen to you and be inspired. You have a awesome. blessed day and take care oh, you of too, you and believe in yourself. All right. You too. Be your big you, Rashmi. <laughs> Thank you. So there you have it. We had John. He discussed a lot of great points today about your self-esteem, how to be your best friend, and the big top three processes of how to get there. And your opinion matters more than others on how you are going to be a successful person. And your thoughts at the end of the day takes you and drives you to what you need to become. Listeners, we're rooting for you. We love you. And we want you to have a blessed day and keep believing in yourself. Take care. Have a healthy and lovely day. Bye-bye.